This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 30. Welcome to another episode of Marriage to the Max, and I'm your host this week, Brett Hurst. And I'm Kelly Hurst. And we are both marriage educators. We're co-founders of Home Encouragement, and this podcast, uh, our intent is to help you take your marriage to the next level. We just want to encourage you in your marriage relationship because we believe healthy marriage should be a front-burner conversation, and that's why we're here. We are fired up today because we got two of our best friends here in the studio with us, David and Sue Harkins, uh, our Carabas eating buddies. Yay. We go to dinner with them all the time, and they have agreed to let us interview them about one of our very favorite topics, and it's married life groups. David and Sue live here in Houston. They have just celebrated 21 years of marriage. Woo-hoo. So, uh, I think we're the dean of our group, but y'all are the vice deans <laughs> yeah. or whatever. They have three beautiful children, and we want to welcome both of you to Marriage to the Max. So, yay! Thank, Thank you very you. much for having both of us. Yeah. So, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about your family and kiddos? And well, we've, like you said, we've been married 21 years. Uh, we have three children: Zachary's 14, Rachel's 12, and Jack is nine. And we met at, I'll let David tell how we met. <laughs> uh, at a very reputable place up at Texas A&M called the Dixie Chicken. Oh. <laughs> so All our Aggie friends will uh, are, are whooping over that, yeah. right? So, so our, her best friend was dating my best friend, and we met over a pool game, and that was about 25 years ago. Right. Incredible. <laughs> well, like we said, we're here to talk about Married Life Group. This is, we're coming up on six years together of us doing this. There are seven of us, seven couples mm-hmm. that have meeting reg- that been meeting regularly for that time. And Kelly and I were driving back from College Station, actually, one day. We'd gone up to see some mentor friends of ours, couples that have been married a lot longer than we have. And we were just talking about, boy, you know, we would really like to have a group of friends to just do nothing but talk about healthy marriage with. Mm -hmm. And so right there in the car, we just said, okay, who do we want to ask? And you guys were at the top of the list. You know, you and and there was probably another couple that we knew, felt like we knew very well. Then there were some couples we kind of knew. And then there were one or two couples we didn't know at all. And, but uh, wanted to get to know them. But we wanted to get to know them. Well, now we all know each other very, very well, and we're 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 great friends. So, why don't you give your perspective on what you think a married life group is? Well, like you said, it's just a, a group of of married friends that uh, meet on a regular basis. Uh, our group, what I like, is we rotate houses and we. Mm-hmm. Share different meals, uh, but uh, we dig down after that and and get into a topic or a book uh, that we've all kind of selected together as as a resource that we want to learn from and 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 just be more intentional about growing and strengthen our marriage together. So is it boring? 
No, quite the opposite. Because <laughs> uh, once you get comfortable with each other, and there's uh, there's our the confidentiality clause that we all agree to, uh, it's we really get to the nitty gritty. So it's fun, and it's it's a learning experience, mm-hmm. big learning experience. Now we have seven couples in our group, and that's that's what we started with, and that's just what it stayed as. Do you think there's an ideal number? Like, do you think there's you could get too many people in a group or too few? Um, I do think seven is a good number. I think that if you have, you want to have enough where you have good sharing. I think if you get too many, though, it gets the group's too big, and you don't get to that level of intimacy that you want to have in a group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been in a number of small groups with Men's Life and and uh, some other small groups, and it just seems each year as we form those small groups, it seems like six to eight is the ideal number. If if it's too few, there's not enough experiences being shared. But if it's too many, it doesn't allow the group to be, um, uh, I guess, more intimate as well as um, uh, you don't you get you don't get a chance to go a little bit deeper on some of the topics. Mm-hmm. Right. And really creating a safe place, I think, is important. Plus, if yes. you have too few couples, then if one or two couples can't make it for some reason, then you tend right. to just go, well, let's not meet this month. And if you've got a few more, at least, because like in our group, we just strong. have it on the calendar. And unless something really strange happens and everyone can't come, we just go ahead and whoever's in town, whoever can come, comes. Yeah, like we met earlier this month, and uh, you guys couldn't be there, and one other couple couldn't be there. Of course, we missed you totally. (laughs) Yeah, we've all missed. We've all had things come up on the calendar, and it just— Yeah, you uh, had a kidney stone last month. (laughs) (laughs) So So we missed. I really missed that one. I would have much rather been at— Married Life Group than uh, Memorial Hospital, but uh, <laughs> that's just kind of how that worked out. Is it important when you start one of these groups that everybody be close friends? Because that certainly wasn't the case for us. A couple of us knew each other well, but most of us didn't. I think it's nice to have close friends, but I think for us, we kind of all knew each other as acquaintances. Some mm-hmm. of us were closer than others, mm-hmm. but I think that um, we all have something in common. We're all MDPC members for this group, but I think it's nice to have something in common, but I think it's nice to be at different stages as well. We're all not real, real close in age, but our kids are similar because mm-hmm. I think that's how we learn from people. Right. You know, and, and we're looking at you guys, y'all are empty nesters, newly empty nesters, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and we're taking notes on what, you know, the things that y'all are going through and how you're setting up a successful empty nesting stage within your marriage. But at the same time, if we've been through a challenge or we have older kids and we have couples that are in our married life group that have younger kids and they might have some issues that are going on, we can be a resource to them. So it works out nicely just having um, couples that are in different stages within their marriage, uh, but fairly close together in age. Yeah. So some couples, you know, have kids that play ball and sports together and, and that's, that's kind of a nice to have. But when it comes down to what we actually do in the marriage sharing components it's probably not even really that all that important right no right and i think one thing we thought about was the key is just that we all come to agreement on um confidentiality Mm -hmm. when you get to that point of where you can dig deep and share and knowing that we trust the other couples that um you know that we can be honest and open and they're not going to go you know, just you mentioning that is going to freak some people out, you know, just <laughs> listening to this. You know, I was with you on the Married Life group till you said that, you know, we, we I mean, some people share. are just just the idea of sharing on a – and, you know, we're not talking about great detail about, you know <laughs> – 
sex they'd go over to the bedroom or something. You know, your favorite topic, that David. Zach but, up <laughs> <either>. <laughs> yeah, not you know, but on the other hand, we are talking about that topic and others that are you know quite vulnerable and everything. Yeah. Uh, how important is that confidential? Very important. And it gets back to what is all about is trust. And I think that is, as we all know, it just takes time. And as we meet and as we share a little bit each meeting, we start to get more comfortable with sharing our stories and our dings in our armor, so to speak. And it just grows and it grows from that. But, you know, it's everybody moves at a different speed and it might take five meetings for someone to get to their first step where it Mm -hmm. might take one meeting uh, where my heart on my sleeve, I can maybe the first or second meeting, but it's just, it takes time and, and confidentiality and trust go hand in hand. And once you build that though, what the reward is, is just a real vulnerability and seeking the truth about those those challenges and 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 helping each other grow. Mm-hmm. And and that's 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 good. Uh, also, what Sue alluded to is just some foundational, uh, as everybody in the group to agree on some foundational um, uh, concepts or keys. Like divorce is not an option. Mm. Uh, That's something we say a lot. Right. Yeah. Right. And and you can't do it alone. You know, iron sharpens iron and then, and then striving for a Christ centered marriage and having a Christ centered marriage. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's something that's common with all of our, our marriages. One of the things I like that we did when we started our group was, um, and our group meets once a month, ex- except there are a couple of months out of the year that we usually don't try to get together because like May has turned into such a busy month for parents and kids. And so we usually will just like meet for dinner somewhere in May or we may not meet in July because that's a big vacation month. But um, so ours is monthly. But what we did in the beginning was we met for six weeks in a row, if y'all remember. Mm-hmm. And right. we not everyone could be at all six of those meetings, but we wanted to just kind of develop some real bonding early on. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the six weeks, we all gave each other, you know, perfect freedom to walk away if it didn't feel seem like it was going to be right for them. Mm-hmm. And at the end of six weeks, everyone was like, no, we're on board. We want to do this. And so I think maybe even starting a group and giving a certain amount of time to say, let's just try it for six months, let's say, or, mm-hmm. you know, in our case, we did it for six weeks and then give everyone the the freedom to if this doesn't feel good to you or doesn't feel right to. Yeah, if you remember, we. Kelly and I led those first six Mm -hmm. sessions, you know, which was not illogical since we do so much of this type of thing. But it was very important for us to have a group where we were not the leaders every time, you know. And so I think it's important for couples listening to this that might be considering this. Mm -hmm. What I think has been very beneficial for us, and I'd love your feedback on it, is that we said, you know, oh, well, after the six-week introductory thing, once we move to the once-a-month rotation, like you said, David, we're going to move from house to house. You know, a different couple will host each month. A different couple will teach each month. And we're going to use material that's going to be easy for all of us, no matter whether we are, you know, Sunday school teacher type people or leaders or great speakers or whatever, it doesn't really matter. You know, this is just going to be a comfortable environment where we can all just let our hair down, have fun, and be honest together so that everybody can kind of just ease into the routine of of meeting together like this. I I like that. I like the idea that different couples lead every month because everybody brings different things to the table. So we might read a chapter in a book or whatever we're studying – 
but yet whoever's presenting that week has taken something else out of the chapter that we might not have noticed. Or, mm-hmm. you know, everybody brings right. their own. They look mm-hmm. through different um, lenses, right? right. So mm-hmm. come to a different conclusion than the rest of us right. would. And, and you're not, and you're right. It's it's some for some people, it's not easy to lead or to pray in front of a group or mm-hmm. to lead a discussion, and so it kind of pushes us all out of our comfort zone a little bit too. Mm-hmm. And by rotating, it gets everybody kind of rowing the married life group boat. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody <laughs> there's buy-in, there's ownership, there's uh, there's a there's a strength within the group of doing it all together mm-hmm. and, and spreading out. But like the different lenses and perspectives of uh, as you teach um, is very helpful. You might pick up a nugget that someone else, you know, that you didn't, that someone else sees mm-hmm. in that way. But also what you're saying, Kelly, also that I like uh, is the off months, you know, to have some fun too mm-hmm. and do the socials and do family gatherings and, and put things together to where we get to know each other outside of our just our – our, our internal marriage, That's but, right. you know, our family and kids and, and just and letting our hair down, like you said, have some fun. Yeah, we've we've nice. tried out a few Mexican restaurants and Italian <laughs> restaurants together. So forth, yeah. Well, uh, okay, so walk us through some of the topics that we've discussed in the last almost six years. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you've done everything. <laughs> we've talked about communication, conflict, money, sex. Mm-hmm. What was that last one? <laughs> <laughs> For some, that's their favorite topic, and can talk about it every month. I got your back, Dave. <laughs> she talking about me again? Love <laughs> languages, roles and responsibilities. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about everything, whether it's been yeah. a DVD series or a book. It has been good. And I like that we're not tied to just having to do a book or just having to do a certain type of study. You right. know, we've done, we've looked at Andy Stanley DVDs and we've watched Tommy Nelson DVDs and we've read Gary Thomas books and mm-hmm. it's just, it's whatever works and whatever's a good, interesting topic, right. you know, is usually everybody's on board for. Right. And it's obviously, we're going on almost six years, you know, it's not like that we hit that all up front. It's, we eased into a lot of these topics and some of them, you know, for those out there, that are maybe uncomfortable with a certain topic, you know, it might take a lot longer for, for you to unpack a certain, uh, um, you know, issue or topic that you're going through. And mm-hmm. if you're not comfortable in sharing, you know, it's not a forced sharing. Right. It's just something that when you're comfortable, you can share and, and, and learn from each other. And that's, that's what I like about our group is, yeah. is it's very easy to participate in or just to listen and learn. Right. And uh, in fact, we've got we've had some people who have are starting their own married life groups based on just conversations we've had and people kind of get interested in that idea. And one or two of the groups that have started are actually going to start using this podcast as a topic guide because like for example there's a married life group that just recently started they're all young married couples who have little babies and they're like I really can't take on a book you know like I can't just commit to homework or whatever and so they had the idea of well why don't we just listen to the podcast and we'll grab a couple of topics you know that Mm. would work and just talk about them when we get together which I think is really smart yeah that's (laughs) the whole idea is just to have some kind of resource right podcast book dvd series whatever just to stimulate and facilitate conversation. Right. You know, because at the end of the day, I mean, now it we could get going on just about anything. Right. You know, we, and we really know each other well, and we're all very comfortable. Even the, even the couples that may have been coming into this six years ago going, what is this? And, you know, right. this is going to really, like you said, Sue, put me out yes. way out of my comfort zone. I'd say everybody has a high degree of comfort and and trust and and all that and it's really 
been exciting to see that unfold. It's been great. And you're listening to Marriage to the Max. Welcome back to Marriage to the Max, and by the way, if you're in the greater Houston area, uh, we want you to know that we host a monthly date night experience called Dinner in a Marriage. We'd love to have you come out. We have people that come from all over the greater Houston area, and uh, you can find out more details on our website at homeencouragement.org. Well, we are continuing our conversation with our buddies, David and Sue Harkins, and we've been talking about the opportunity of married life groups and and maybe the possibility of encouraging others to start something that we call a married life group. So, David, how important is it that married couples not become an island? In other words, there's a lot of marriages that function that way. They just say, you know, well, right. we're we're doing this by ourselves and this is nobody's business but but ours and we're just determined to to fight this battle by ourselves. What what's the danger of that? Certainly, it's very important not to become an island. Uh, We are, bottom line, we're made for relationship uh, with Jesus Christ and other believers. And I think it's just like raising kids. You know, I've I've said this around our neighborhood a lot of times with neighbors. It takes a village to raise a kid. Mm -hmm. And it takes a group of marriages uh, working together and playing together. Uh, I believe that fosters staying together and uh, really growing the gift that God has given us within marriage. Uh, and by doing so, you know, you, within your marriage, you reach, I believe, a higher level of love and intimacy and joy, and um, and you strengthen your marriage. But also, you can the other side of that is giving back uh, to other marriages that might be looking to learn from some of the challenges that you've been through, and sharing with other couples. You know, uh, that that helps you realize that you're not the only one going through the challenge or issues. That sharing, that that open environment of sharing. So. It's, it's important to do it within the group, but also to go outside the group and, and, and uh, align or come, come alongside other marriages. You hear of people that you know that all of a sudden just get divorced, you know, and they've had years of just maybe things that have built up and they keep it all to themselves and people put on this big face that their marriage is great. Or, they got it all together. They got it all together. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I think I've, almost everybody has issues. I mean, everybody probably does have issues, and it's just yeah. nice if you have a group that you feel safe in that you realize that you're not the only one that's struggling with an issue mm-hmm. at that time. And, um, you know, we feel for that when we hear people that are getting divorced or something. We think, oh, we could have helped them, or we mm-hmm. wish they had a group that, or someone they could have talked to to realize that they're not the only ones that go through issues. 
we hear from so many couples. I mean, y'all know this. We talk about it all the time. But I just talked to a young woman this morning who's in a crisis situation. And, you know, her first, the first thing they almost always say is, I have no one I can call. Mm-hmm. You know, I have no idea who I can reach out and talk to about this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know if we experience some sort of, you know, terrible crisis, I would have six female friends that I could get on the phone, or I would have six male friends that would go over and kick his butt you know, if I needed that to happen. What are you doing, you right? <laughs> so, I mean, together. that's a huge gift mm-hmm. to know yes. that you really are completely supported in every stage of life, even when life is really yucky and, you know, it's a huge struggle. Right. You know that you can just bring it all to the table and be like, okay, we're really having a hard time with this, and I need some encouragement, right? some support. And I th- th- what comes to mind is a couple of the younger couples that we've uh, mentored or, or counseled, for lack Taking of a better on. word, just, you know, and, and to help them with some of the things that now it come easier to us because we've been through it and bumped our heads so many times on it and we've worked through those issues and to share that with them. But the other thing is accountability within our own marriage. If, if younger couples are going to be coming up to to us and asking questions, we got to stay sharp. We got to mm-hmm. work on our own marriage, and mm-hmm. we got to model it as well. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, the married life life group is a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 you know, coming to church and being around other married couples to learn from uh, is is a huge part. That's interesting. You saying that, you know, like you said, it it can be a feeder of equipping you, as you were saying, so that you guys can pour into. Younger couples who I know look up to you guys. I mean, we have you guys come in and speak to our married life preppers frequently, and that and they will tell us, you know, that that is just such a significant moment. Then, so we we know that you guys have that type of benefit. You know, for us, you know, we have so many <clears throat> platforms where we're, you know, kind of like you were saying, David, we're trying to get information and be equipped and introduce new ideas and all that other kind of stuff, but. What Kelly and I really needed was a group. We could not be the heavy, not be the so-called experts, as if there are any experts Mm -hmm. on anything, Mm -hmm. and just to have couples that are close to us that would love us just for who who we are and allow us to be honest and transparent about our marriage. I mean, that has kept us strong so that we can do all the things that, that we do to help other married couples. So... It's been really tremendous for us. So what would you say have been the overall real tangible benefits to your marriage, you know, as a result of our married life group? What kind of things come to your mind? And the first thing I think about is just the fact that when we meet monthly, it's a monthly focus because it's so easy to get caught up in the busyness of life. Your schedule. And and your schedule and your daily activities that, you know, once a month we know we're going to both read or whatever we're doing that month as the topic, discuss it before we go to the group. And then, of course, we gain great things from the group. And then we always talk about it after we meet, Mm -hmm. which is kind of our takeaways. And so for that, it just facilitates um, a deeper level of communication between he and I about marriage because it's so easy to not talk about it or not bring issues to the surface. I mean, certain things we talk about will bring certain things to the surface. I mean, a couple months ago, we had the topic on money and, you know, it bubbles things to the surface that you don't really want to talk about, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of brought out into the open. And um, so that has helped just a big level of communication. Um, And I also just think growing relationships with other couples that Mm -hmm. I think we're so, again, 
isolated. And I think in our normal everyday life, we tend to put on just the everything's great face Mm and um, see people at the sports fields or other parents and um, how you doing? Just right. You know, you never get to that deeper level of conversation. And so that um, I know that with those other couples, we can easily get to that level of conversation quick. Just to add to that, I, I think a healthier family life. I mean, if we're if we're working on our marriage and we're we're communicating and we're having healthy conflict, you know, we're modeling that for the next generation, and that's our three kids. Mm-hmm. And by, you know, I think that's huge for them, uh, just in down the road for their marriages. If we can give them some sort of example or or a way to work through issues and what have you, that that's great. I mean, that's awesome. And then definitely I've seen the personal growth within Sue, um, just looking at some of her past and, and unpacking that and learning from it and moving forward and growing stronger. I mean, I think personal growth is is huge. And as, as we're stronger individually, we're even stronger as a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other thing is just from a spiritual perspective is, and I think of the triangle with the husband and wife being at the bottom two corners at and God base. being at the top. Mm-hmm. As you grow closer and stronger together, inevitably you're growing closer to God. And that's, I think... Marriage, I look at marriage as a gift, but maybe God looks at it as, as maybe as a tool to just grow us closer together if, you know, that's our choice. Mm-hmm. But, boy, what a great tool to have to grow closer to, to God and, 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 gl- and, and to each other. I think, again, like, just reiterate what you said about our kids seeing that, to know mm-hmm. that once a month we go to our married life group, uh-huh. and they've yep. grown up knowing that that's something that we place a priority on. And they'll ask, and they you know, know that. what do you guys what do? Y'all yeah. Talk yeah. About? What are you doing? Whose house are you How going to? How to discipline kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, then don't go. I yeah. know, that's actually, that's funny that you say that because I know there have been some times where it's it's so easy for us to move into the kid talk. Right. Because, you mm-hmm. know, we are we swim in that world. Well, we don't swim in that world as much now that we're empty nesters. But, um, oh, you know, yes, it's so do. easy to talk about sports and grades and school and everything else. And so um, there, there are times Times when I think Chris Aaron is is the best at this to kind of go, we're doing the kid talk again. Let's yeah. get back yeah. to get marriage back on track. because <laughs> it's oh so easy to do kid talk, and it's not as easy sometimes to focus on the marriage relationship. But we really feel like you know the MLG is, which is what we affectionately call Married Life Group, might be the way that. Um, you know, marriage mentoring, the marriage mentoring mm-hmm. movement kind of happens because, you know, we've been in this world of trying to get people to think about marriage mentoring. And it's Which just is a, a great thing. It's a fantastic thing. I think it it's right. super necessary, but it's hard to kind of get that moving in some communities. But the married life group things piques people's interests. When we talk about it, they'll go, that sounds good, you know, right. and so we've had other people start these, sorry, Zach, we've had other people uh, start these groups. And I think that's the peer mentoring that happens in those groups, mm-hmm. I think is what you're hoping for, even right. if you're wanting a marriage mentor movement to happen. Yeah, there's a there's a heaviness, at least perception wise, that can come with the mentoring thing, which is usually not accurate. And, you know, and then nobody wants to go to something that they think is going to be like a seminar, right? <laughs> when we get together, it is not like a seminar. No. It's nothing like that. I mean, we have like, fun. We have to settle down, <laughs> right? You know, and get get down to business and talk about. It. But then, you know, that becomes the best part of the whole night. Yeah. You know, is yeah. when we really get serious and and intimate and real and talk about the challenges and the blessings of marriage. You mm-hmm. know, we always talk about it. it's it's such a hard thing to navigate. But it's so worth it, you know, just like anything right. worth doing. You right. Know. 
marriage is that way, but you know, gosh, we got to have each other. And that, and again, that's why Kelly and I wanted to start this one that we've been doing is because we needed that. We needed support. Right. You know, nobody has it all together. I'm going to say that again. Nobody has it all together. You know, we get contacted daily by couples in some kind of crisis. And there is this perception that so many couples live with, like you said, Sue, you know, they put on the face and, and they think whether they're in the church or outside the church, that they've got to have it all together and that they're weak if they don't, Yes, you know, and man, that's all of us. We all have our moments or our periods in life where we're weak and, you know, man, we're, we're grateful that we've got you guys to run to and, and, you know, certainly the other five couples in our group are, we know we can mm-hmm. trust all of you. Yes. Absolutely. You know? Um, so obviously I'm going to take away from all this that you think any couple could benefit yes. from, Absolutely. From, from being in a married yes. life group. Even younger couples, you think this is something that would... Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, we wish we would have done it earlier. Yes. Yeah. You, know? you just think about how the things that could have been avoided right. had people, you know, had we started out younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think there's a, there's a married life group, um, a community in our church that's just getting started. And I love it because you've got a, two or three couples that are empty nesters, two or three that are in the middle, and two or three that are just starting out that have little babies at home. And I think that is such a cool thing to have such a spectrum of seasons of marriage in that group. You know, our, we're all kind of generally in the, the same, same space. Stage. I mean, we're a little bit further along kid-wise. We're the old than, geezers, um, <laughs> But everyone's kind of in the same. But I, I'm excited to see how that one plays out because I think, you know, I don't think there's a one no. uh, cookie-cutter way of doing married life group. I think it's just however you, whoever you're gravitating to and – want to build friendships with. Yeah, that's the deal. Just uh, do you like being together? Right. We, we obviously love being together, and and that's what's made it work. That's what made us all say, okay, after the initial six weeks, that's what made us all say, okay, we're all in. Right. And we've stayed all in, you know, which I hope it goes on for decades and decades. So tell me some of the just general tips that you would give a couple, because it, it does take – at least one or two couples to kind of say, okay, we're going to start this thing. Right. You know, yeah. what what would you say to a couple that's thinking about, okay, I'd like to do this, but I really am a little nervous about it. I'm intimidated by the idea. I wouldn't know who to invite. Well, tell me some things that you would tell that couple that, that was considering. Uh, I think it's, first taking, of all, praying about it mm, mm. and then talking to your spouse about it, kind of like y'all did, mm-hmm. um, of who those couples might be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think you need a couple couples, more than two, mm-hmm. um, because I think if you just get two or three couples, it's, you know, you really need to have a good group where you're going to be uh, accountable to each other to, mm-hmm. to stay together and get together. Uh, and I think it's, it's maybe finding something easy to start out talking about, an easy topic, whether it's a book or a DVD or a, just a study and, and, like you said, a small period of time. I mean, maybe you meet once a week for a month mm-hmm. just to see if it's cohesive and mm-hmm. um, and then then eventually spread it out and then eventually out spread it out cuz nobody can i mean it's too hard in our lives now to meet on a weekly basis yeah, but I think so too. um and figure out your schedule yeah i was, was going to say you know break bread everybody everybody's got to eat so yeah. to, you know maybe set up a dinner invite a handful of couples and maybe you need to do that two or three times and maybe start it out as a dinner group but but there's going to be a point to where 
uh, you might want to ask, you know, is any, you know, would anybody like to intentionally look at um, doing some some marriage growth or marriage strengthening or, or a book or what have you, and you can introduce that. Uh, but, you know, to make sure the chemistry is there with the couples mm-hmm. and, and the interest is there and, and the chemistry they want to be intentional. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it is important to have the chemistry. And I want to go back to what you were saying about the dinner thing. I think some people might get the wrong idea on the, on, about that. You mentioned a dinner club, David, and we, we have been in dinner clubs before, mm-hmm. and those so frequently tend to be where couples feel like they've got to reach some certain level of what the dinner is, right. Right. what do oh our, our dinners look like? <laughs> Sometimes I mean, we order pizza. Yeah, that, right. that was the hallmark from the very beginning when we started out. We said, A, come as you are if you're right. in gym clothes or straight from oh, the yeah. baseball field. You come scuzzed out And if all you the have time. to order pizza, nobody cares. Right. I mean, this is not a Martha Stewart, Stewart no. club, you know, in any way. But I just, I think to get started, host a dinner at your house and then put on episode number 30 of Marriage to the Max. <laughs> 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 and then you'll have a primer for yeah. <laughs> how right. to start. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but it, it's neat that that gets shared and that the host house, who typically will handle dinner, that that couple is not teaching that night, that right. a different right. couple yeah. is teaching. Don't you think that Takes is a little burden off? off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's kept us all going for all these years, right. too, is that not one, this doesn't hang on any one couple right. ever. Mm-hmm. It's shared equally, which is good. Well, we appreciate you guys coming on and, and uh, talking about you guys are marriage champions and and that you know that's something Kelly and I were talking about just the other day really all of the couples in our married life group now have become marriage champions yes. you know on some level where they are just start pouring into other people because we do it with each other and it just becomes part of your DNA right mm-hmm. you know i mean it's yeah it's rewarding you know to be totally honest, and I know you guys would say this too. I think any one of the couples in our group would say, when it comes around, there are some times where we're so exhausted, we're so stressed, or we you know been dealing with the kids <laughs> right. or whatever, and we're just going, mm, we have married life group tonight. Okay, well, <laughs> right. we got yeah, to make this happen. And then we get there, and then we have a good meal, and just we start loosening up. And then we get to the part where we're enjoying talking about marriage, and then like you said so you know you then on the way home right and we have the long drive typically <laughs> <laughs> most of you guys live closer together but we have that nice long drive to drive home and go this is the greatest thing we do yes and it's always worth it yes. and it's always rich yes. you know even if we're in our sweat you know? right, right. <laughs> come as you are yeah exactly, exactly. it's great so, well great well, uh, God has blessed us with the dearest of friends, and we appreciate you guys being brave to, to talk about this first, and uh, we'll probably have you on again. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm predicting. Sometime in the future. <laughs> Thank, Thank you very much you for, for having, having us. us. No, it's we our love pleasure. y'all. Well, if you'd like to contact us, you can find us at marriagetothemax.org, and you can also check out homeencouragement.org, and email us, if you'd like, at thehearse at homeencouragement.org. Also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And it would help us if, uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, if you would rate this podcast on iTunes, maybe even write a little review. Give us five stars. Rated a five. Five, <laughs> five. Uh, Seriously, this will help us uh, build our audience. This is going to allow us to uh, be able to encourage more and more couples about healthy marriages. So until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all.